Welcome in to the Fun Astrology Saturday Eclipse Medical Astrology Podcast with Stephanie. Hi, Stephanie. Hi, Thomas. Thank you so much for having me. And thank you to all the listeners for joining us today on especially an Eclipse Day. Yeah, so uh, Eclipse is over here. Well, it's over for all of us. Did you get up for it? Well, actually, you're on the West Coast. You probably could have stayed up for it. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> I didn't get up. But did you stay up for it? No, with all of this eclipse energy lately, I have actually been feeling a bit more tired physically. So I've been getting a bit more sleep. Well, there wasn't anything to see. So it was and we'll have plenty of time to experience the energy. Trust me. Oh, yes. Yes, that's right. It's about six months for the energies to play out. I, this one could be a while. Yeah, this one could yeah. definitely be a while. We're talking <laughs> medical astrology here today, and I understand that we're going to go to the elements and kind of have our own little elements series conversation about medical astrology. Yes, I wanted to start an element series. I wanted to go into each one and what it represents in medical astrology. It can be super helpful to see where you have possibly a very dominant element or a deficiency of one. So it seems really simple, but it's actually incredibly informative as to how to best support your unique nature. And not just from the psychological standpoint, but a physical standpoint. And we've mentioned a little bit before, briefly on the history, but I just kind of want to reiterate that in the European, um, you know, medical physician society, they were required to pass exams in astrology and be fluent in the diagnosis of planetary charts from a medical perspective uh, up until the mid 17th century. And the first thing they would look at is a person's elemental makeup. So the medical and health use of the four elements is also still widely used in the East to this day in Ayurvedic medicine. The doshas are heavily considered for diagnosis and treatment, where each dosha is represented by each element, with one of them being a blend of the water and earth elements. So Ayurvedic practitioners will prescribe a regimen to balance these doshas out, and it helps assist in healing and just maintaining good health. So I thought I'd do a quick overview of the four elements and what they represent. They are each a different type of matter and a different kind of energy. And we have fire, water, earth, and air. And as we know, each zodiac sign has been assigned to each element. So just to go over that again quickly, we have the fire signs that are Aries, Leo, and Sag. Water signs, Cancer, Scorpio, Pisces. Air signs, Gemini, Libra, Aquarius, and Earth signs, including Taurus, Virgo, and Capricorn. So we look at our natal charts to see our elemental makeup and discover which one is the weakest and most dominant elements. It's really fascinating. Frequently, we often emotionally feel and physically see the dominant element of a friend or someone we know before perhaps guessing their more specific sun sign. So I want to break down how to figure out your own elemental makeup. You want to look at your natal chart and start with your personal planets. That is the sun, moon, Mercury, Venus, and Mars. Look at the sign and determine its element. Start a list on a piece of paper labeled F for fire, W for water, E for earth, and A for air. List your planets under each column that they fall under. And once you've done this for the personal planets, kind of look and see a trend going on there. Of If you've already got one element kind of peeking out as the dominant one and one that might start to see um, that doesn't have as much going on under it. 
And then you want to do the rest of the planets. You want to do your outer planets and then also include your ascendant since it's really important for medical astrology. And then you can see for sure which one stands out the most and which one is low or non-existent. A lot of people will have one that really stands out and one that's pretty low. It's usually pretty rare to have a real balance among them, but it is possible. But there is going to be one that usually will have more. You can also do this the modern way by going to get a free natal chart on astro.com or astrodance.com. They often include a legend on the bottom left or right hand side of the chart where it lists your planets with the corresponding symbol in boxes according to its element and then the modalities. So that can be a really quick and easy way to do this if you don't feel like doing it the old school way of writing it all out. So As we've spoken about, the most dominant is the main element in your chart. And then the one that is pretty low or non-existent is considered to be one that you are in deficiency of. So let's say your main element is off the charts like you have five planets in fire, a couple in earth and air, and maybe only one or none in water. That would be considered having fire excess and a deficiency in water. And then there's specific ways to work with that elemental imbalance to support uh, more of that, more of the balance in the physical body. So in the upcoming podcasts, I'm going to go over each element more in depth and give examples of what an excess and a deficiency of it looks like from a medical astrology perspective and how best to work with it. So keep your list of your elements handy so you can reference it when listening along. And next week, I'm going to start with the fire element. So please join us back here next Saturday for that. Thank you, Stephanie. Now, a question here, as you've studied this, is the elemental thing, as you talked about in the introduction, I mean, is this kind of like the base of the pyramid, if you will, for medical astrology? Yes. That is such a great way to put it. And for a visual for listeners to understand, it is. It's like the base of the pyramid. And then I also want to go into the modalities, which I would consider the next layer. Um, So we're going to go into that series after I do the elements so people can kind of understand the nature of that element and how it's acting out in a physical way for them. So cardinal, fixed, mutable. Exactly. Yes. All right. So then as people get used to like, okay, so we've got we've got some things coming together here. I can see this already brewing. So we Mm -hmm. have the 101 course where people can kind of learn about astrology in general. Then what you're doing on Saturdays is adding this layer that if they want to take a look at their health, fire, earth, air, water, and then, like you say, extend it on into the elements. So what we're talking about is a package that once you kind of explain, we talked about the moon, we'll do this part on the elements. Is this something that people could look at the transits and and the various areas of their chart and actually see where something might be happening medically for them? Yes. Yes, absolutely. So the transits is something I can also go into a bit in depth when I do each section as well. Um, And that includes for the modalities as well, because um, like not going super in depth into this, but let's say you have a kind of more of a cardinal fire transit happening because let's say, you know, Mars is in a fire sign that is cardinal at the moment, then that's going to play out in a much different way than, say, if you have a Mars transit that's happening in a fixed water sign. So it's going to show up in different ways physically in the body. And from a medical perspective, there's different ways to counteract that and keep things more balanced. 
What a great way to apply all of this learning to our own health, which is one of the most important things to each of us. Thank you so much. This is going to be great. I'm looking forward to the Elements series of medical astrology. Thank you so much, Thomas. This is going to be so informative for the listeners and just kind of piggybacking on everything we've talked about and going another step that's actually quite straightforward and simple to work with. And all of us right now with everything going on in the world, I think that precious gift of health is something to maintain as much as we can and to keep us going. Well, thank you for getting up early here. You can go back to bed now, pull the blanket up over your head and hide. (laughs) Yes, that's actually what I did on the last eclipse because boy, oh boy, that one hit my Saturn and oh yes, I felt it. (laughs) All right. Well, safety under the covers. All right. Well, you take care. Thank you so much. And we'll see you back next Saturday. Thank you so much, Thomas. And see you all back here next week.